Hello, this is Stanley. Hi, this is Olivia. And this is the Minority Report podcast, episode 33. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't even keep track anymore. <laughs> As you guys can tell, um, Edgar isn't here. He's in, currently in Iceland right now. Living his best life. We're both very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be a special podcast, a little bit shorter. Um, we're not going to... We're gonna focus on like a few things and we don't yeah. have a case study this week no we just have a couple of reviews for you yeah something fun and light so yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so um for social media we are on facebook as the minority report podcast while on twitter and instagram we are just minority pod yep right we are just at minority pod so follow us. Um, Short and sweet and simple. Follow us. Leave us reviews. <laughs> Give us tell suggestions. Tell us how we're doing. Yeah. Suggestions for episodes because we are doing like a more case study format nowadays. Yeah. Um, any topics you want us to expand on, we'll do that. Yeah. So It'll make our lives easier. <laughs> that way we don't have to decide what we talk about that week. Mm-hmm. And we can just do the research. Exactly. So... Yeah, follow us, and if you give us a shout-out, we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, we love it. Follow for follow. Follow for follow. (laughs) Honestly, that's probably how we do it. Like, that's a motto, really. It's like, oh my god, this person likes us? Give us us? a like, so we can give you a like. (laughs) We'll like all of your posts. We'll stalk you creepily. It'll be great. Yeah, it's like, who is this person? Do we all all know who this person is? No. But uh, yeah, we're gonna. Olivia's gonna start. Yeah, off we're gonna top it off with some news stuff. Quick, quick news things. Yeah. Um, so North Korea this week ha- on Tuesday. We're recording this Wednesday, September- July fifth. Yes, not September. <laughs> oh my god, July fifth. The day after Independence Day. Yep. So, and where some people were set free, and others <laughs> were still, you know, enslaved. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I know so many of my friends who, like, was like, no, we're not going to celebrate Independence Day. Yeah. We're going to have a cookout, but we're not going to celebrate Independence Day. Right, (laughs) yeah. So, happy 4th of July Mm -hmm. to whoever wants to celebrate that, and uh, to everybody else, down with the man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What did we do, Stanley? We went to go see fireworks. Yeah, at the Long Center. It was, we're in Texas, so it's really hot, and we got there at 7 p.m., and it was very bright. Very sunny. Very sunny. And I was sweating the entire time. Oh, my God. It was so hot. (laughs) I was just like, why did we agree to come here at 7? And then we saw the lawn fill up, and we're like, oh, it's probably a good thing we got here at (laughs) 7. And then the fireworks came up, and like, this is why. Oh, yeah. (laughs) America. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Anywho. News. (laughs) Uh, so, this week, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so, North Korea, our favorites, mm-hmm. um, they had a successful missile test this okay. week, and y- the U.S. and China had, like, very different reactions to it. Um, China's just kind of doing this whole, like, North Korea don't, but, like, they're trying to, you know, like see how it plays out, whereas Mm -hmm. the U.S. is very much like, we gotta go in now! Because Trump. Um, (laughs) So, more updates on that story as it develops. The other big story Mm -hmm. is that Trump is in Poland for the G20 summit, and he's finally gonna meet Putin. 
they're finally going to meet. Okay. And that will be interesting. So more updates on that when that happens. Yeah, all eyes are going to be on whatever happens there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Under but, magnifying glass. Oh, my God. I I can't wait to see what happens. I really can't. Yeah. They're buddy-buddy towards each other. I know. It's, like, kind of thick yeah. how, like, friendly they are. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, also, one of Trump's, like, family friends is dating Putin right now. Is Putin's dating? girlfriend. Yeah. Is Putin's girlfriend. Who? I don't know. I don't remember who this woman is. I just, like, like there are pictures of her and Ivanka vacationing together, oh. and then there are also pictures of her and Putin because they're dating. Okay. And it's, like, a very weird thing. Are they trying to keep it hush-hush or something? No. I don't think so. Okay. I, I mean, like, he's... Like, it's weird because he's spoken very highly about her, but and also very highly about Putin, and it's like, but how have you two not met yet? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> but anyway, those are our two big news stories for the week. Um, obviously, we didn't really expand on them that much because a lot of it is still developing news. Mm -hmm. So we will keep you posted. But now, yeah, the main, the main course the main of meat. the evening... So you're just starting your day, or did you just get off? They call, I go, you know. So what is it you do? I'm a driver. Oh, like a chauffeur. Anyone I'd know? I hope not. What is your name? Baby. Your name's Baby. B-A-B-Y, Baby. We're going to review some movies. What are the movies we're reviewing, Stanley? So we're going to start off with um, Baby Driver and then go on to Okja, Netflix's um, new original film that was released last Friday. Yeah, so both of these were released quite recently. Yeah. Um, I just saw Okja yesterday, mm -hmm. and I saw Baby Driver. It's been a while since I've seen Baby Driver because I saw it at South By. Yes. So we've, uh, So let's start with Baby Driver. Um, <laughs> did we did we both see it at South by? I did not see it at South by. Okay, so your eyes are more fresh than mine. But then again, like I saw it like a month ago. Oh, okay. And I'm still. Like, <laughs> you saw it a while back. But it was like just because the the movie got released, we, we have to talk about it, you know. Do we? Do we? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> um, because everyone's in love with Baby Driver. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, everybody, and like <laughs> including me, I actually really like Baby Driver. But Stanley, of course, everyone has the entire an world popular opinion, and their grandparents love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a good movie. Uh, before we go on to opinions, let's talk about the story. Oh, yeah, the plot. <laughs> the plot. All right, so Baby Driver is directed by Edgar Wright, who everyone knows from Shaun of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz, At World's End, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and now Baby Driver is his like, first... Um, well, I wouldn't say first. This is like his first solo writing endeavor, right? Yeah. He's always had like Simon Pegg and Yeah, he's always had writing partners, but this is his first like solo writing. Yeah. So, adventure. it's basically uh, um about a kid who is like a run for hire driver for these 
people who are robbing banks and these other shady things that they do. And one day he sees this lovely girl in a diner and decides that he loves her and wants to escape with her in his life that he doesn't want to continue anymore. Right? Is yeah. that good? Yeah. <laughs> he, that's, that's the basis of it. He wa- Basically, he's this young kid who got, you know, swooped up into this life mm-hmm. to pay off some debts. Yep. And, uh, you know, he wants out. And then he finds out that he can't go out because of I mean, complications. It's, it's your typical, it's your typical like crime story, right? Yeah. It's like once you're in, you're in. It's like you can't go right, out. You repaid your debt, but also you can you, you can't you can you never can't leave. leave. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about your life, <laughs> but you can't leave. Yeah. Um, so this cast is pretty star-studded. We've got yeah. Ansel Elgort, we've got John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. um, Lily James as the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't recognize anybody else in this list. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's yeah. all the top build cast. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did say Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Sorry. So. Pretty star-studded cast, Edgar mm-hmm. Wright, of course. Um, and the real crux of this movie is its music. Its yes. soundtrack and the way it plays with music and sound and how it's interwoven into each other in yeah. the film. Um, and that plays out actually, no matter what your opinion of the film, like a lot of those scenes play out really beautifully because mm-hmm. of the music. Like the opening scene, like that's what hooked me. Yeah. Where like Ansel Elgort's character is just like, walking down the street to mm-hmm. the music and it's gr- and he just has headphones in the entire time and it's great and the entire scene is choreographed to this music and it's just like one long take and apparently even like some of the lyrics are like spray painted on the walls or like yeah. on the sets i didn't realize that yeah but that's like pretty amazing um <laughs> so like really amazing opening scene and it like immediately hooks you in Um, and the whole movie kind of continues in that vein where like, it's not necessarily like a choreographed thing, but everything is in sync to the music. Yeah. Like the editing. Yeah. There's like an incredible shootout scene where all of the machine gun and (laughs) like crash sound effects are synced to to the the song. That happens like, yeah, like you can see movie trailers these days. They have like stuff like that where they try that yeah it's like the, a movie trailer but like the, in, in the, the movie, movie. <laughs> yeah it, that's actually what the movie is <laughs> like the entire movie is that yeah so stanley you have the unpopular opinion yeah you did not enjoy this movie i i did well like you i don't aren't, love you weren't as hype about yeah, it I'm as not. everybody else so why are you so i like i know from my perspective i really love the movie Mm-hmm. Right. I thought there were some aspects of it that were weak, though. Mm-hmm. I thought the character development of the women were weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and like honestly, that's my biggest note. Like there could have been a lot more people of color. There was only Jamie Fox and that that yeah. and the girl and the girlfriend. Oh okay. um, Who was supposed to read Latina or Latinx? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, again, her character is written solely based off of. The fact that she's dating John Hamm, mm-hmm. so that's kind of annoying. And the other and Lily main, James, the other lead female in the movie, is also written, yeah, like she, as like kind of like a prop or a goal for the main character. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought they were very poorly written. Yeah, um, and I guess like <laughs> it kind of disappoints me because I even feel I even feel like in Scott Pilgrim, Rona Flowers like has agency and has mm-hmm. you know like. A lot of depth to her and like 
has a real personality. Okay. And his other films, I you know, they don't really have that many like major female characters. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was really disappointed. I mean, not surprised because Edgar Wright's like a white mm-hmm. cis dude, so it's like okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, man, if it's 2017 and your female characters aren't like yeah. fully rounded, and you decide that the only characters you're gonna round out are the male characters. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I feel like Jamie Foxx and Ansel Elgort's love interest, I don't even remember her name. Like, that's how unmemorable <sighs> this lady was. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't remember her name. I don't remember her character's name. I don't know. Like, I literally know her as the love interest. Mm-hmm. That speaks volumes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do, like, when I was writing a review for this movie, I had to look at the cast list to see what her name was again yeah like yeah. come on Is it's everyone... 2017 do better <laughs> be better well um edgar wright said he was working on this movie for like 10 years now okay i'm sorry that's so sad i know but like I don't know. if your female characters are literally just like they're both the female characters are written as motivation for the male yes. characters and i feel like We've had so many conversations in the past few years to be like, hey, this is what you should shouldn't, not do. Yeah, shouldn't do. You should definitely <laughs> not make them solely like motivational factors mm-hmm. for the men. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But but overall you still liked the movie. You still yeah, overall it, yeah. I still thought like the movie was really fun. I thought the performances were really good. Even the women had really good performances with their limited material, yeah. I will say. Yeah. Like the performances were really good and I thought the story was like really fun. It's like a really good summer movie mm-hmm. and like that element of kind of action choreo mixed with the soundtrack yeah. was really really dope. I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Okay. Stanley does not agree. <laughs> Well, where do I start? <laughs> um, so I will agree that it's it's a fun movie. I can I I, I was entertained throughout and yeah, I can't you deny had that. a good time and like what I had a good time. What was what was what was the other purpose of this movie besides like having a good time? Well, while watching it, I couldn't help but feel that I wasn't like emotionally involved in the story. You don't need emotion I for do. this story. I do. Like, Not for this one. Yes, I, I need it for movies that I, I want to enjoy more than just, like, entertainment value. Yeah. And that's what I wanted or expected. You wanted from... more than entertainment value out of this? Yeah. Because, I like, honestly, like, after, like, the first few scenes of, like, the cool cutting to the music stuff. You're like, over it. I was, like, kind of bored. It was like, <laughs> this is kind of repetitive. And it's like, oh, it's cool. These fast cuts and these rhythm. So, like, what, what about Ansel Elgort's character? What about Baby didn't drive you in whatsoever? <laughs> well, I, I don't think that he's an interesting character at all. Like, he's like... He's just like a doe-eyed white boy. Yeah, he's a kid who <laughs> listens to music. He doesn't even talk much because like, yeah, he has but his I thought headphones that was cool. on. Like, it's all in his face. He has, like, a pretty flat expression, too, though. I mean... He I wears feel... sunglasses. You can't even see his eyes yeah. in the, most but of the But I scenes. feel like you get a lot of context from, like, his home life. Mm-hmm. And, like, the dude who... T- I mean, I don't... I was like, oh, this is cute, I guess. <laughs> That's all. 
I feel like you get some sort of I don't know. I guess I like I definitely didn't feel the need to be like that emotionally invested in anybody. I just thought like I wanted to be though. This is like a cool movie. Yeah. And like But cool doesn't cut it for me. Oh man. <laughs> oh my One of my God. friends was like, Maybe you're thinking about this movie too much. I'm like, probably, but <laughs> I mean, I am definitely of the opinion that there's no such thing as thinking too much about a thing. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean, I guess I went into it with, like, pretty low expectations. Oh. I was like, Baby Driver, this title is dumb. <laughs> yeah. This title makes no sense. I'm not going to like this movie, even if it is Edgar Wright. Like, yeah. Ansel Elgort's pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched The Fault in Our Stars, and I was like, okay, this is fine. Well, actually, I think Ansel Elgort is, like, a really good actor, um, like the things I've seen him, he was like in Carrie. I think that was his first big feature role. Mm-hmm. The remake of Carrie. I was like, oh, who's this kid? Because he's actually pretty good as the like the charismatic love interest for Carrie. And then he was in the Fallen Iron Stars. I think he was pretty um, charming in that one too. And but so this you, one, not, you didn't find him charming in this one. No, he was like he was lacking oh, all of that. See, I found me. him way more charming in this one than I did in like. Because he spoke less? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Isn't that what we all want, though? White men to speak less? I don't know. Listen more? <laughs> Probably. For Just you. Just put your headphones in. I don't in. know. <laughs> Just put your headphones in. Ignore the world. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> Drive cool cars. Well, drive <laughs> civilian cars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would just say that Baby Driver is like just an example of style over substance. I didn't... There's like a lot of cool style in here, but... I wasn't really pulled into it, like, emotionally. and. So how many stars? How many stars? I'd give it, like, a 6 out of 10. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's not, it, it passes for me. Yeah. But I, like, this Your was... Facebook post made it seem like your opinion was much stronger. <laughs> Literally, Stanley was like, am I the only one who doesn't like Baby Driver? Am I the only one who doesn't understand the hype? Yeah. Woe is me. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait. I'm a rebel. I am. I'm a contrarian. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Baby Driver was like one of my most anticipated films of this year. You ha- you just had too much hype. No. <laughs> even then, like even, even people then. love this movie. Um, Everyone loves this movie. I give it like a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. So like not that much higher, but for me that's like very good summer movie. Like mm-hmm. compared to like Marvel DC madness Mm -hmm. and like transformers like this is a movie i'd rather see i'd rather watch this movie than any yes i'm like that's a part i'm happy about it's like this movie actually is really successful it made like 30 million dollars in the first five it's original content yeah it's you know like good quality it's not yeah it's not formulaic and i think that's why people are drawn to it yeah and that like that hadn't happened in any of Edgar Wright's previous works and this is like his first big hit in the US so that's great so hopefully he gets to make more original stuff and that's cool and maybe better than (laughs) (laughs) he just he needs to get his writing partners back on I think I like I think it'd be really interesting if Edgar Wright had like a woman of color as a writing partner on one of these can you imagine like an Edgar Wright Issa Rae movie oh that'd be awesome right yeah get on it Edgar come on um, and also, like, L- Lily James, who plays the love interest, she was in films like Cinderella and 
Pride and Prejudice versus Zombies. That's where I recognize her from. I recognize her from Cinderella. I was like, this girl looks so familiar, but she's just like so... And I haven't seen Cinderella, but I've seen Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, right? Yeah. And I love... I actually like that movie a lot. Really? Yeah, because it's like pretty awesome. Like her seeing her just like kick ass and kill a lot of zombies. Fair. Yeah. I'm like... She has more agency in that movie than in Baby Driver, and I don't like seeing her in just like well, Pride a thankless like, role. If your if your female characters in Pride and Prejudice don't have agency, you have like seriously fucked up Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. You've like completely fucked up Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. That's like making a Pride and Prejudice movie and focusing on Mr. Darcy. Why would you do that? That yeah. makes no sense. It will happen. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But like, have you seen Drive? I have seen Drive. So the Drive Drive and baby driver have like the same plot of a guy who wants to like escape. they have very sim yeah they do have very similar plot. and he like the, the driver and drive finds a lot of interest both of them have like yeah, yeah both of them have like pretty iconic soundtracks mm. but the female character in drive has way more agency. exactly oh my god sorry <laughs> but Stanley, yeah you're screaming but i like drive like it's like so much better than baby driver and like baby driver. i mean yeah drive is a better movie but Drive is yeah. also, like, super dramatic. Baby Drive is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Drive is not supposed to be a fun movie. True. Drive is not supposed to be fun to watch. True. <laughs> that f- first scene is fun, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, like, Drive is not a fun movie to watch. It's just too slow. Yeah. I, like, I really way. loved watching... Yes, in a good way. I really loved watching it, but, like, people were legit walking out of the theater. Yeah. They were expecting Fast and Furious, and, like, they didn't get it. One person sued for it not being Fast and Furious. Basically. <laughs> Alright, so Stanley gives it a 6 out of 10. Yes. I give it a 7.5 out of 10. But statistically speaking, if people go watch this, you will most likely love it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun movie. Go see it. Go see Baby Driver, even though I was underwhelmed. <laughs> Alright, when we come back, we talk Okja and Okja. Netflix. We needed a miracle. And then we got one. This beautiful and special little creature will be a revolution in the livestock industry. Our super pigs will not only be big and beautiful, they will also leave a minimal footprint on the environment, consume less feed, and produce less excretions. And most importantly, they need to taste fucking good. Netflix, Okja. So, yeah, Netflix released Okja last Friday. Um, like, just now. <laughs> yeah, for streaming. And Hot off the press's review. Yeah. <laughs> so the director is Bong Joon-ho, who um, is known for Snowpiercer, Mother, The Host, Memories of Murder, all of which I've seen, actually, because <laughs> I'm a huge fan of his. Stanley has seen all those movies. I've actually only ever seen Snowpiercer, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer was so good. Yeah. All right, so Okja is about basically this GMO company mm-hmm. that sends out a bunch of these, like, super, super pigs. pigs to different farmers around the world. And um, this particular pig, whose name is Okja, is raised by a Korean family. Um, mm-hmm. And his... Her main, like, BFF is um, a 14-year-old girl named Mija. Mm-hmm. And Okja gets taken away 
um, to be a part of this like fanfare contest for this GMO company Mm -hmm. who are like obviously committing like you know all sorts of atrocities um, in the name (laughs) of business and the basic story is about Mija trying to get Okja back home and there's like an animal liberation group who's also trying to like expose Mirando which is the GMO company from the inside um it stars Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. Paul Dano's in it, Steven mm-hmm. Yoon's in it. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. I didn't. He was not in any of the trailers. <laughs> I was like, where did he come from? Giancarlo Esposito's in yeah. it. Um, Sohyun. <laughs> Sohyun. Sohyun An is and who is, plays the Mija, uh, the Korean companion. Yeah. So. Okja. It's basically like E.T. with like a animal rights twist. Yeah, to it. Or like tinge. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Um, <laughs> so. So Okja. Okja. Stanley. Thoughts? Me? Okay, so um, I like the first half a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the, the bond, the relationship between Okja and Mija. Yeah. That's pretty emotional, emotionally like involving and um, there's like a really I don't want to there's a really great breakout scene halfway through the movie right, right mm-hmm. that's pretty great to watch <laughs> yeah I mean like a lot of the action sequences in this movie are actually really 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 well done yeah. it's really cool I'm not surprised because all the action sequences in Snowpiercer were also really great mm-hmm. and um, the DP cinematographer was Darius Kanji who's like a really well known DP and I think he did um, seven by David Fincher and I can't list off his other movies because he has like a really long resume um so the movie looks beautiful and I think like after the second half like once the second half starts I just I was like kind of underwhelmed where it was going plot wise just like oh it's like cool it's not really ex- as exciting as I wanted it to be I feel like a but lot of it felt really heavy handed in the second part yeah it's just like oh my god yeah we get it they're bad people (laughs) yeah and you might you guys might have heard that this movie will make you turn vegan or just make you feel bad for eating meat because there's like a yeah it will yeah but i'm still like after the movie i'm still gonna eat meat i don't really (laughs) i mean i also i'm i would ever like i watch food inc but like Like, Islam legit has a holiday literally based around eating meat. Like, I can't... Who? Islam. Oh. Like, yeah. we have a holiday <laughs> legit just based around <laughs> eating meat. So... And, like, even the film shows that Mija and her um, grandfather are eating meat, like, yeah. for dinner. Basically, yeah. but the way they're doing it is, like, in a more sustainable way. Yeah. Because they're, like... They are farmers who are living off the land, mm-hmm. who are giving as much to the land as they're taking. Yeah. And all of the shots in, like, the Korean countryside, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Like, amazing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk performances, because that's really, I feel like... Yeah, the main... The main part of this movie yeah. is, like, the performances, which is, like, a weird thing to say. It's just, like... It's not really the plot as much as it yeah. is the performances. Um, so... Uh, the main star that was kind of like 
pout it out. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton? Yeah. Yeah, how do we feel about her performance? Because she plays two characters in this I'm movie. a huge fan of hers, and I really like her in this movie. Like, she, she um, Miranda, she plays like, or she has she braces. She plays Lucy. Yeah. Lucy Miranda. So oh. she starts off with braces. Yeah. And it, it go like, the film basically has a 10-year time jump. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It has a 10-year time jump, so you basically start off um, with Tilda Tilda Swinton's character, Lucy, being like, this is Miranda. We were a terrible corporation, but now we're going to be a good corporation. And then 10 years later, mm-hmm. it kind of all comes to a head. Yeah. But it's like definitely like a showy performance. And I don't think I've ever seen her play this kind of character. Uh-huh. Um, well, she always... She's like a she'll, chameleon she'll, in every role. Yeah, she always been. plays like really different characters. Yeah. So that's like... I've never seen her play the same character twice, yeah. which is really fun. Like in Soul um, Piercer, she was playing a wacky character too. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's always wacky, but I've, I've legit, I don't think I've ever seen her play the same character twice. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and she won like an Oscar for Michael Clayton, which is like such a, a downplay yeah. performance compared to everything else she's done. She can, I mean, <laughs> the woman can do everything yeah. except for talk about race in any sort of... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I know, right? This is but your, she apologized, This right? is your friendly reminder. <laughs> she apologized. Right? That you have to call out white feminists at every given opportunity. Probably. <laughs> and none of your faves are without problems. Yeah. Everyone's deeply problematic. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> But yeah, what do you think about her performance? I really liked her in this movie. Yeah, me too. I was just like, oh my god, you you play up like this innocence factor so well, uh-huh. and like this kind of cra- like this kind of crazed like need for acceptance really well because mm-hmm. that's like kind of a central part of her character that she like needs to be perceived as good. Yeah, she needs to be perceived like in this light. Like her mission is just we need to rebrand Miranda and everybody needs to love me yeah and it's hinted at that like she wasn't really given that much affection growing up yeah so that's probably why a question that came through my mind when I was watching is like do you think that she's actually trying to do good with oh no I I completely think it's about for the perception okay yeah, because I had like a, a small like inkling. I like think maybe the, she actually cares about. No, I think the minute you see like the scenes at the end, yeah, that's when you know that it was never. It was it's always all about permission. It's yeah. all about image. Yeah. Um. And yeah, this movie is partly about like just maintaining a company's reputation. Or, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. He's good. He's Paul Dano. He's Paul Dano. Yeah. Paul Dano plays always, Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he plays it great. Yeah. Um, not much else to say. Not much else to say. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's the other performance I need to talk about. <laughs> who also plays, like, a really kooky character. Yeah. Even more, like, over the top than uh, yeah. Tilda Swinton. Oh, my God. Like, dude is dude is crazed. He's going places. <laughs> he went to places that... He went, he went to some interesting places. <laughs> I, like... I honestly did not know he was in this movie, and Uh then he shows up, and I'm like, oh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's playing, like, this weirdo animal scientist. Yeah. He's playing Steve Irwin if Steve Irwin were, like, hyped up on energy drinks and, like, deeply insecure. Mm. (laughs) I don't know who Steve Irwin is. Steve Irwin! (laughs) The crocodile hunter! Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Oh my god, Stanley. <laughs> we have a pop culture podcast. Get on it. Yeah. Um 
Like, he plays that sort of character, and, like, his voice cracks weirdly the entire time. Yeah, he has, like, a whole voice fluctuation. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I can't make a... Oh, my God. It's so weird. What did you think about his performance? I have, like, a a love-hate thing with it. Like, I was like, he's doing it way too much. Like, he needs to pull back a bit. I mean, yeah. But then, like, as the movie went on, like, I kind of got used to it. And there's, like, some scenes where he actually downplays the acting a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like all of... I feel like his acting served the purpose of the scene. Like, whenever he was playing it up, it was always in, like, a, oh, I'm on camera Camera, or I'm in front of people. And then it was always more downplayed. Like, when he's not. When he's not. So, like, I thought that part was done really well. And, like... Yeah, it is a little heavy-handed, but when it was downplayed, it was like, oh, no, this is a legit... His like, real self or whatever, you know? Not even, like, a real self, but it was like, oh, I, like... It felt like kind of a more mellow version mm-hmm. of that, the craziness. like... Of yeah. the crazy, <laughs> which, you know, like... The, his performance made me deeply uncomfortable, which I think is what it was supposed to do. Yeah. So, mission accomplished. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> Like, ouch. It's so weird. You guys have to see it. It's, it's like, like his, his performance is so weird. So I want to get to the main character now. I want to get to Mija. Yeah. How, how do you feel about her performance? Oh, she's great. She's, she's really like, good, Like, she's right? fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if she's done films before, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not that big of a connoisseur of Korean, Korean films. Yeah. Um, but she's like a child actress, and she, like, you know, child actors are usually annoying in the U.S. Like, <laughs> she was so good. Okay, so she's been in a few other films. And her face is just like so intense the entire time. Yeah. I love it. She like, she like conveys emotion really well. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Steven Yeun's character, too. He was like a minor character, but oh, yeah. I was into it. Yeah. He plays Steven Yeun, like... I think same. I, I well, like I don't watch The Walking Dead, yeah. so for me this is like the major thing I've seen him in, yeah. other than like editorial shoots and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I like it. Yeah, it's like funny enough, like odd. But well, like the part where he's like, Mija, you should learn English. It really opens up doors. And then he like <laughs> jumps literally out. <laughs> jumps out of a truck. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Is like this is like the tone of Bong Joon Ho's like films. Yeah. Like, these quirky moments, like, in The Host and Snowpiercer, they have these, like, weird quirky moments intermixed with these, like, serious moments. Yeah. He plays the tone of balance, like, really well. Yeah. And I feel like this, at least more than Snowpiercer, this movie veered on the kooky a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like, it definitely had a lot more kooky moments. And they're even, like, really dark moments. Like, Like unexpected. Like, there's a weird, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of weird mixture between the kooky and the dark which i liked and then like the like almost family friendly aspect of it and then and then it was no nope like this isn't for kids nope definitely not for kids i know there's like a girl and her huge animal sidekick and like that might seem cutesy yeah it's not nope this is an adult The third act like goes down to some dark oh man it gets (laughs) it gets real dark yeah but overall yeah I, I I enjoyed it, but I don't know if it's like I I consider all of the director's other works to be like superior. Okay. This might be like his most simple movie, I think. True. Yeah. It's just about a girl and her pig. Yeah, and her, like, and her super pig, her yeah. giant pig. Yeah. All right. So, how many stars out of ten? I give that a seven. Seven. Out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I'm going to give it the same rating, 7.5. I enjoyed okay. it. I, I liked it. I liked it enough. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, it's worth it to watch just for the performances and, like, the kooky action scenes. Yeah. Because there are some really kooky action scenes. Yeah. It's like, this is very strange, but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that breakout scene halfway through. That was really good. I think you can, everyone should watch it just for that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, yeah. that was our review of Okja. But be warned that you might not want to eat meat after. Yeah, it, it might take you a minute to like try to eat meat again. There was enough cognitive dissonance for me where I was like, they're talking about pork. It's fine. I don't eat that anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, that was our episode. It was a short and sweet one. Yeah. Uh, we just decided to do a couple of reviews this week. Mm-hmm. Um as always, you can listen to us everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud. But we especially love it if you listen to us on iTunes. Yeah. We're not on Spotify because Spotify is like weirdly hard to oh. like get podcasts on. We don't know why. We're figuring it out. <laughs> um, as always, on all of our social medias, you can find us at MyDoraryPod, except for Facebook, where we are the full The Minority Report podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a mouthful. Yeah. But we can't be confused with the Minority Report movie. It would just not be a good look. Yeah. If you see the poster with Tom Cruise, don't click on that one. <laughs> yeah. Wrong link. Um, like we said earlier, please leave us suggestions and reviews yeah. and comments and constructive criticism, not just like... I hate you. You guys I hate suck. You. Yeah. <laughs> constructive... Cri- we haven't gotten any of those yet. Um, but constructive criticism is always welcome. Yeah. We want to hear what you think, and we want to hear what you guys want to listen to. Yeah. All right. Until See you next guys time. Later. Bye.